Oh, hey. Uh, hold on a second. I'm trying to clear out the cobwebs from the inbox. Give me one second. Okay. Uh, okay. There we are. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 9 of Charlie's GeekCast, the number one podcast created by me this week. My name is Charlie Niemeyer, and today we're going to go back to the 1980s to take a look at some of the best cartoons that anyone could ever want to watch. So let's just start up the TARDIS. Let's just start up the TARDIS. Come on. I said, let's start up the TARDIS. There we go. There we go. Okay. Now, we're going to go back to 1980. Okay. And here we are. Now, as you guys recall, last time... Well, last time we talked comic books, but the time before that, on episode 7, we talked about Saturday morning cartoons in the 80s. Well, today, we're going to go through the entire decade looking at the weekday cartoons. These would be the syndicated shows that you may have watched, depending on the area you were in. They may have been shown before school in the mornings, or maybe you watched them after school in the afternoons, or both. And, of course, these shows never really had a set time because it all depended on the channel and the network and the area you were in. Now, there were tons, and I mean tons, of cartoons that were created for the 80s in syndication alone. Uh, some of it had to do with the fact that you know you, cartoons were now allowed to be used as toy commercials. And part of it was just due to... Well, probably it's the toy commercial thing. What I'm using is I'm using a list of animated television series created for syndication that I got off of Wikipedia. Now, as everyone knows, they check, double-check, and then check, the, check things again before they post it, so I know this stuff is 100% completely correct. There may be some stuff that's missed, and for that I apologize. But I know all the shows that I remember watching are on this list, so let's get started. Starting in 1980, we have the debut of a show that's actually a remake of a show from the 60s. It was called Astro Boy.
Now what's cool about this Asteroid Boy theme is that in looking for that theme, or I actually ended up finding the Japanese version of the show also on YouTube, in a rare thing for anime, well, at least anime, anime that I've watched, the theme song is pretty much the exact same, they just used English language. I don't know that's a direct translation, but it's the same music and tune. And it's actually a very similar sound. Uh, sounding like a bunch of kid, uh, like a little kid's chorus singing the theme song about Astro Boy. So that was pretty interesting. Most of the time, either you, they just go directly, these days they seem to go more directly with the um, Japanese opening, because it's easier. Or uh, what they've also done is create completely original American opening songs. Uh, like, look at shows like Voltron or Robotech, which we'll get to later on the list, but shows like that that had completely new openings that were not at all the same as the original Japanese version. Well, this one, they kept the same thing. So that was pretty cool. Uh, but that ran for one year, 52 episodes, and it was gone. Um, now, let's see, other shows that came out in 1980, it started up in 1980. Uh, we have Archibald Le Magicien. I don't know what that is. I'm not even completely sure that's an American show. There was also Hanna-Barbera's World of Super Adventure uh, that started in 1980. Plus, the apparently a, some characters called the Raccoons started their TV specials in 1980. The f first one, which was the one that came out in 1980, was the Christmas Raccoons. Then the Raccoons on Ice was in 81, and the Raccoons and the Lost Star was in 1983. Uh, moving into 1981, the only show on this list from 1981 is Spider-Man. Spider-Man! I don't know if you guys noticed this, but um, that sounds very similar to Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Well, it started off as Spider-Man, and that was syndicated, and then it became Spider-Man and his amazing friends later on. In fact, later, even later on after that, it also became Spider-Man and the Incredible Hulk. So, yeah. But that ran in syndication for a year, 81 to 82. Next up is probably one of the and probably the reason for a sudden boom in cartoons because like I said they have that law they've passed that law that allowed you to make toy commercials basically as cartoons so the first one out the door is this following is this show it was started in 1983 for a toy line that was created in 1982 and it ran for 
well, the show itself only ran for a couple of years, but had lots of episodes, not to mention a spinoff, which I'll also get to in a little bit. And this show is He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe! I am Adam, Prince of Eternia and defender of the secrets of Castle Grayskull. This is Cringer, my fearless friend. Fabulous secret powers were revealed to me the day I held aloft my magic sword and said, By the power of Grayskull! became the mighty battle cat and I became He-Man, the most powerful man in the universe. Only three others share this secret. Our friends, the Sorceress, Man-at-Arms, and Orko. Together we defend Castle Grayskull from the evil forces of Skeletor. And that was one of the first shows to, according to this list anyway, which does not appear to be in any kind of alphabetical order, I don't think, uh, which it seemed to be one of the first shows that really got to take a chance or got to take advantage of that new law. He-Man had come out in 1982. Well, I'm sorry. The Masters of the Universe toy line had started in 1981 or 82, and they'd had many comics in the with the toys, and I believe DC had started publishing comics based on it. And then, of course, what most people know about the show, about the characters, came from this cartoon. It was done by Filmation, who did some superhero cartoons back in the 60s. If you happen to watch Superman, or Superboy, or Aquaman, or Batman and Robin, or if you remember the Flash, Hawkman, Teen Titans, and Justice League, and Green Lantern, and Flash? Did I say Flash? Anyway... That, those were all done by Filmation. They also did a bunch of shows in the 70s, including uh, Shaz- the, the Shazam Captain Marvel show. Well, He-Man was their big thing in the early part of the 80s, and it ha- that show actually had some famous writers, such as uh, J. Michael Straczynski, and Paul Dini, and others. Um, that show only ran for about two years, but it had well over 150 episodes. Uh, was a major popularity even got a live action movie that kind of but still wasn't terrible and it had a spinoff which comes out later down the list anyway that will probably be a topic for another future episode of Charlie's Geek Cast another show that came out in 1983 was a show uh, based on a toy well based on the relaunch of a toy line that had been around since the 60s maybe even further back G.I. Joe We'll fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe is there. It's G.I. Joe against Cobra and Destro fighting to save the day. He never gives up. He's always there. Fighting for freedom over land and air. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe is there. 
G.I. Joe is the code name for America's daring, highly trained special mission force. Its purpose, to defend human freedom against Cobra, a ruthless terrorist organization determined to rule the world. He never gives up. He'll stay till the fight's won. G.I. Joe will dare. G.I. Joe. Now, after that, we have a show that really, it had toys. In fact, I had the toy until I lost parts of it. Another show from the 80s, which was one of my favorites, Inspector Gadget. Moving into 1984, this next show was a show that was supposed to be about entertainment and also learning. I present to you Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids. coming at you with music and fun. And if you're not careful, you may learn something before it's done. <laughs> now, next up is another one of my very, very, very favorite shows from the 80s. It was my very first anime, and to this day is probably the reason why I like uh, why I like my anime to have giant robots in it. This show is called Voltron, Defender of the Universe. From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. The legend of Voltron, Defender of the Universe. A mighty robot, loved by good, feared by evil. As Voltron's legend grew, peace settled across the galaxy. On planet Earth, a galaxy alliance was formed, together with the good planets of the solar system 
they maintained peace throughout the universe until a new horrible menace threatened the galaxy. Voltron was needed once more. This is the story of the super force of space explorers. Specially trained and sent by the Alliance to bring back Voltron, Defender of the Universe. Now let me explain this next part because I'm going to jump the gun a bit. Voltron was originally going to be created it was originally three separate shows brought together. Now originally it was going to be a show called Armored Fleet Dairuger Mirai Robo Daltonius and Armored Fleet or I'm sorry Lightspeed Electroid Albagas. I know that makes sense doesn't it? Well what happened was when the guys at World Events Productions requested to have the, the um, or after they signed the licensing agreement they requested to have all the shows sent over well apparently they didn't know the official the guys at World Events Productions didn't understand what the actual title for Daltoneus was so they just said send us the one with the lion and by accident Toei Animation sent them another lion combining robot called Beast King Go Lion since the World Events people preferred Go Lion over Daltonius, they decided to go with that instead. And it became their the first version of Voltron. After that, they released the Dairugard show as Vehicle Voltron. From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe, comes a legend. The legend of Voltron. Defender of the Universe, a mighty robot, loved by good, feared by evil. As Voltron's legend grew, peace settled across the galaxy. On planet Earth, a galaxy alliance was formed. Together with the good planets of the solar system, they maintained peace throughout the universe. Until a new horrible menace threatened the galaxy. Voltron was needed once more. This is the story of the super force of space explorers. Entrusted by the Alliance with the ancient secret of how to assemble Voltron, Defender of the Universe. And after that, the proposed second Voltron actually got completely skipped over. After the great popularity of Lion Voltron, but a lack of popularity for the Vehicle Voltron show, they, uh, World Events decided instead, instead of creating a whole new Voltron show, they would just hire or create a or hire a Korean animation company to use the models from the Lion Voltron series and create whole new episodes not as many, it was only about 26 I believe but they created 26 new episodes and that, those episodes allowed them to combine characters from the Lion and Vehicle Voltron universes together including a special that actually had the two Voltrons fighting side by side 
I'll get more into that more, or I'll get into all of that more on a future episode. But Voltron is one of my absolute favorite cartoons of the 80s. Next up is another very, very popular show, still thriving today, although it had a few downtimes. And I even did a couple episodes about it. This show is called The Transformers. <laughs> And next up, this was the first orange, big orange cat to be to end up on TV. Uh, he had he's had several shows, but my favorite has to be Heathcliff and the Cadillac Cats. Is a show that actually started up, that actually ended up starting up before, at least got to the toy shelves before Transformers, but was looked at as the vastly uh, inferior toy. I actually am not ashamed to say that I had some of the toys on the, from this show, and just pretended they were Transformers. This show is called Challenge of the Gobots. Okay, moving into 1985, we start off with a show that actually just recently had a remake that unfortunately didn't fare quite as popularly as the original, although I liked it a lot. This show is called Thundercats. Thundercats! Oh! 
Next up is a show that I watched some, but didn't really pay much attention to. Um, it wasn't one of my favorite shows, but I didn't mind watching it. Um, I'm mostly putting this one... I've only mostly got this one in here because I know a lot of people that I know, some of my friends, really enjoyed the show. Mask. Alright, the next two shows, I watched their openings, but I do not remember watching them at all. 1985 saw a new version of The Care Bears. And also in 1985, we had Jace and the Wheeled Warriors. I don't remember ever watching those shows, so I have not included them here. More shows that showed up in 1985 were The Sectars, Macron 1, The Star Fairies, and Captain Harlock and the Queen of a Thousand Years. Now, another show that was an was another anime that combined several different shows. Robotech combined three shows known as Super Dimension Force Macross, Super Dimension Calvary Southern Cross, and Genesis Climber Mospadia. Now, somehow these shows were able to be written together to be one continuing story. The reason they had to combine the shows is because Macross itself only had 30 eight, I want to say, episodes, and the other two also had 40 or less episodes, so in order to have enough shows to actually be in syndication, to make sure that they only had to repeat the episodes once or twice a year, so here's the opening to Robotech.
Alright, now believe it or not, apparently the Jetsons had a show in the 80s. I don't know that it was a new one. It, judging by the years, I'm guessing they just it was just a show that kept repeating old cartoons. But they had a show, so it's listed here, so I'm mentioning it. Another popular show, which I didn't get to watch until it came on Boomerang on Cartoon Network, or from Cartoon Network, sorry. But I enjoyed seeing it on there, is a show called The Centurions. In the near future, Doc Terror and his cyborg companion hacker unleash their forces to conquer Earth. Only one force can stop this evil, a handful of brave men. In specially created exobrains, they can be transported anywhere to fuse with incredible assault weapon systems, beam down from the space station Skyvault, becoming man and machine, power extreme. Max Ray, brilliant sea operations commander. Jake Rockwell, rugged land operations specialist. Ace McLeod, daring air operations expert. Whatever the challenge, they are ready. The Centurions! Now, next up, we had the fantastic world of Hanna-Barbera, which consisted of lots of shows over several years, from about 1985 to 1994. Now, we're only covering the 80s, so I'll mention the ones that were from the 80s. In the 80s, we had Yogi's Treasure Hunt, Paw Paws, Galtar and the Golden Lands, The Flintstone Kids, Adventures of Johnny Quest, Snorks, Sky Commanders, Fantastic Max, 
Further Adventures of Super Ted, and Paddington Bear. Uh, there was also Super Sunday, which I'm guessing ran on Sundays. I, and I'm not too ashamed to admit that one of the shows was one of my sister's favorites, so we got to watch that all the time. And this show was called Gem. Then there was also Bigfoot and the Muscle Machines, Robotics, and Inhumanoids. Another show that was big in 1985, which was actually a spin-off of a show we just mentioned a little bit ago. Remember when I talked about He-Man? Well, believe it or not, he had a twin sister. And she was She-Ra, Princess of Power. Adora, He-Man's twin sister and defender of the Crystal Castle. This is Spirit, my beloved steed. Fabulous secrets were revealed to me the day I held aloft my sword and said, For the honor of Grayskull! A few others share this secret. Among them are Light Hope, Madame Raz, and Cowl. Together, we and my friends of the Great Rebellion strive to free Etheria from the evil forces of Horda. Now, getting into 1986. Um, Hasbro had another toy line they kicked off, one that's found all, and this toy line, toy line found a lot of prominence in the present. It's My Little Pony, but I don't have an opening for that, so we're not going to have to listen to that. Uh, but they also had the Glow Friends. I think my little sister had one of those. The Potato Head Kids, which would have been the, you know, from Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head, and Moon Dreamers. Then there was another series of shows under the Kiddio TV umbrella, which featured Ulysses 31, which was actually a show from 1981, and they put it all the way down here on the list. I love it when they put things in order for me. Rainbow Bright, Popples, and Lady Lovely Locks and the Pixie Tales. Mm -hmm. Now next up is another fun show that I, re that I had rediscovered thanks to Boomerang. And that's called Silverhawks. Tally-ho! <laughs> 
Now next is a show that probably should not have been a cartoon. It's based on a movie that involves a lot of death and destruction and blowing things up. And somehow they made a cartoon out of it. I haven't seen it since it was on the air, so I can't tell you how they did that. But the next show is Rambo, The Force of Freedom. Anywhere and everywhere, the savage forces of General Warhawk threaten the peace-loving people of the world. There's only one man to call. Get me Rambo. From the canyons of skyscrapers to the canyons of remote mountain peaks, Liberty's champion is unstoppable. known as Turbo, and the master of disguises named Cat, the honor-bound protector of the innocent, Rambo, the force of freedom. Following on Rambo's heels was a show called Chuck Norris's Karate Commandos. I do not have an opening for that, because I didn't watch it, and I couldn't find a very good copy of it. But I will say this, it was Chuck Norris. So it had to be awesome, right? Even though it only lasted a year. By the way, have you seen him since he shaved off his mustache? Now he looks like a grandpa. That is scary. Anyway, next up is another show that I distinctly remember watching. But I was only able to watch it on when I had days off from school because it came on while uh, right as my school let out. And it usually took about half an hour for the bus to get me home. This show was called Dennis the Menace. <laughs> show was actually based more on the comic strip than on any of the TV show versions. That was a cool show. Uh, next up was Maple Town, which I don't remember ever hearing about. Defenders of the Earth. The Adventures of the Galaxy Rangers. Saber Rider and the Star Sheriffs. Visionary Knights of the Magical Light. And heading into 1987, there was Starcom, the U.S. Space Force. Beverly Hill Teens, Sylvanian Families, Spiral Zone, and one of my favorites from that year, Dinosaucers. We used to be four ordinary teenagers, until one day we met some new friends from out of town. 
They were called Dinosaurs. My friends and I became the secret scouts, allies to these dinosaurs from outer space, and joined in their battles against Genghis Rex and the evil Tyrannos. The dinosaurs are leaving, Bossasaur! Well, follow them! Also rounding out 1987 was a show called Bionic 6. Bionic Six. Uh, but also, we had something else that started in 1987. Disney Afternoon was a series of, car of Disney uh, cartoons created by the Disney Animation Studios, sometimes tying into movies of the time, but usually using characters that you've seen before in interestingly new situations. Um, starting in 1985, there was The Adventures of the Gummy Bears. Dashing and daring, courageous and caring, faithful and friendly, with stories to share. All through the forest, they sing out in chorus, marching along as their song fills the air. Gummy Bears, bouncing here and there and there. of gummy berry juice the legend is growing they take pride in knowing the fight for what's right in whatever they do gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere i venture that's beyond compare they are the gummy bears they are the gummy bears which also had a saturday morning cartoon and another popular show which it as I'm recording this episode, it has just been announced that this show's popular video game incarnation is being recreated with current HD graphics for the current generation systems of the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and the Wii U. Uh, it's also going to involve the entire voice cast reuniting, including the voice of the main character who's in his 90s now. So this show is pretty popular, and I think you'll know it. I hope everyone sings along when I play the theme to DuckTales. Life is like a
and another show that was in the Disney the Disney afternoon in the 80s. It started in 1989, so just makes it in. Chippendales Rescue Rangers. Sometimes some crime goes slipping through the cracks, but these two gum shoes are picking up the slack. There's no case to big, no case too small. When you need help, just call Chippendales Rescue Rangers. Now, there was lots of other shows in the Disney afternoon, but most of them st- didn't start until 1990, so that'll have to wait until a future episode. I'm sorry. There was also shows called The, the Blodos and Ox Tales and Maxie's World, The Adventures of Teddy Ruxpin. Then there was a film series called Hanna-Barbera's Superstars 10, which ran from 87 to 88. Now, these were all I guess these weren't series, these were little movie specials. But they had Yogi's Great Escape in 1987. The Jetsons Meet the Flintstones in 1987. I remember there being a big deal about that. Scooby-Doo Meets the Boo Brothers in 1987. Yogi Bear and the Magical Flight of the Spruce Goose. And Top Cat and the Beverly Hills Cats. Heading into 1988, we had Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School. Rockin' with Judy Jetson, Yogi and the Invasion of the Space Bears, The Good, the Bad, and the Huckleberry Hound, and Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. Moving, uh, still going back to 1987 because of the way this works, there was an umbrella of shows under the banner The Comic Strip, featuring The Mini Monsters, Street Frogs, Karate Cat, and Tiger Sharks. Now, this next show is probably one of the most popular. It has been almost continuously in the public consciousness since its inception. It started off as a little black-and-white comic book that was created to kind of parody the Daredevil series by Frank Miller. took on a life of its own, became an animated series, has had three live-action movies, plus a CGI movie, three or four different animated series, Toy Lines Out the Wazoo, more comic book series, and, believe it or not, a concert tour. It can only be one group, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles! Turtle boys don't cut them no slack. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
Next up was the Marvel Action Universe, which had three, uh, which had two shows and a failed pilot in the 80s. The shows Dino Riders and RoboCop the Animated Series. And then, of course, this was also when X-Men Pride of the X-Men had its failed pilot with its Australian Wolverine might. Uh, also coming out in 1988 was Gumby Adventures. Police Academy and Cops Central Organization of Police Specialists Fighting Crime in a Future Time Protecting Empire City from Big Boss and his gang of crooks funny about that show for years I didn't actually watch cops on either the Fox show that they I'm guessing they still show um, that they used to sh that they had on Saturday nights that was actually uh, basically a guy with a video camera following around actual cops on the streets I thought that somehow this cartoon was still going on and was popular enough to be on at night because I didn't know it was just called cops anyway um, 1989 saw Ring Raiders Little Golden Book Land, which actually apparently was a television special, and a show that I actually remember as being kind of corny, but I watched it because I liked it and I was into dinosaurs. This is called Denver, The Last Dinosaur.
Now, in 1989, G.I. Joe had another had a sequel series just called G.I. Joe, Real American Hero. And there was The Newsles, The Adventures of Peter Pan, Dragon Warrior, Legend of the Hero Abel, and then a show that I didn't think started until 1990, but actually started in 1989. You'll know it as soon as you hear the fir- first part of the song. With the Mario Brothers and plumbing's a game, we're not like the others who get all the fame. If your sink is in trouble, you can call us on the double. We're faster than the others, you'll be hooked on the brothers. show listed separately but was actually part of that show was The Legend of Zelda which as I recall Mario Brothers was a weekly show or was a daily show four days a week you watched a Super Mario Brothers cartoon and every Friday they showed a episode of The Legend of Zelda saga mixed in there with some live action stuff featuring Captain Lou Albano as Mario and Danny Wells as Luigi as plumbers, and they got to be visited by all kinds of famous people from the time, including Nicole Eggert, Danica McKellar, Sergeant Slaughter, Roddy Piper, and more. I really liked that show. I didn't watch it so much later on when it started become, you know, when they started changing it into like Super Mario Brothers Three, Super Mario Brothers World, and all that stuff. The only thing I didn't like is that they had music from the original Super Mario Brothers show, or game, but then the stories all took place using the characters from Super Mario 2. I don't know. But that brings us to the end of the 1980s. And I guess we'll eventually get back in that TARDIS and head back to the present. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to write us. Let let me know if if there's any you if this helped bring back some memories or if there's some favorite shows you had that you missed or that I that you feel I missed uh, I haven't touched anything on cable I used to watch a show called You Can't Do That on Television I remember that show very well anyway um, uh, feel free to leave a comment on f- iTunes as right now we don't we only have one and we need ratings and um we need ratings and comments in order to move up the list and be seen as more visible on iTunes. Uh, the show also has a Facebook page, so feel free to check that out and leave a comment there, or you can leave a comment at the show posting. So thank you everyone for listening. Next time we'll be returning to Justice to the JLA for a two-part story in which the Justice League take on angels. I'll see you then. This has been an episode of Charlie's Geekcast, hosted by Charlie Niemeyer. 
The show's website is www.charliesgeekcast.com, where you'll find notes and images for each episode. Please feel free to leave a comment there or email the show at charliesgeekcast at gmail.com, and I'll read them on the air. You can also subscribe to the show on iTunes. I also have another show called Superman of the Bronze Age, where I cover Superman comics published between 1970 and 1986. You can find that at www.supermanofthebronzeage.com. Charlie's Geek Cast is an I Don't Have a Fake Company name production. All images and music used are copyright their respective copyright holders. Thank you for listening, and God bless. <laughs>